0: What's up, everyone? Justin from Movie Buff Bros here with a special kickoff for something that I think you're really gonna like. I, based on this quarantine, based on having a bunch of time on my hands, wanted to do something special and stick to a podcast and move through a series. So, what I've decided to do is go on my Disney Plus account, go through all 22 Pixar movies, rank them, rate them tell you about my favorite things, my least favorite things, and I mean, it's no surprise. I'm a big Disney fan. I've seen most of these movies before, but as I was looking down the list, there's actually a couple that I haven't seen yet, so I'm pretty excited to go through this um, with you guys. I think something that I wanted to put out there is if anyone's listening and wants to jump on an episode please let me know. I'm happy to have guests. We can get on Zoom. We can stay social distance and and do a podcast. I think really when you're looking at the environment right now, we all need a little bit of just easy, great movies, fun uh, to take our mind off it. So my favorite movies of animated, maybe all time from like a portfolio standpoint is Pixar. So that's where we're going to start. This podcast and these series of podcasts are going to be a little bit different than my normal instant take reviews because what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch the movie and then I want to go a little bit more in depth with you about the movie story, about the plot, about the villains in the movie. My favorite characters are the MVPs. Um, Then I'll give you my ranking and and we'll kind of talk about it. And I think if I have guests on, we can talk about what this movie meant to you, how you kind of reacted to it um, when it first came out or where you first saw it. I think it could spark good conversation. So this is my first episode, my pilot episode of the Pixar in review, Um, and I think... That's what we're going to move through. So I'm pretty excited about it. Thank you for listening. Um, We're going to move through in, in order of release. So next movie is A Bug's Life. And I think I already have a special guest lined up for that. So without further ado, we will start the podcast. The first movie that I watched is the first Pixar movie that was ever released, Toy Story. I think... It's almost unfair to start with this movie because one, I know it so well, I've seen it so many times, and I think this is probably universally loved as one of the best movies, the best animated movie for sure of all time. I think when you're having conversations like that, things come up like The Lion King, Toy Story, um, you know, and maybe even like hercules for some of those 90s kids but i think for me toy story has always been one of my favorite favorite movies uh in this genre and i think it really holds up um so before i get into kind of the review and and i'm gonna go through a bit of the plot if you haven't seen it or you just need a refresher um but first i think it's important to talk about this movie's importance Um, before we jump into the actual plot. So this was, like I said, Pixar's number one movie, their first movie ever created. Um, It was the first fully um, CGI rendered movie of all time. So I think it's people kind of forget now, because there's so many movies that are done in this style, that this was really innovative at the time. And the technology that they had to use was all created by pixar so they were really the only studio that could even pull this off Um, interestingly steve jobs um, had just invested into pixar they were overextended um, and they got to a point where they had this toy story that was in development they had to finish it and the only thing that could save pixar as a studio is if this thing came out and was a smash hit Now, I'm not going to lie. They had the elements there. Um, Tim Allen playing Buzz Lightyear. Um, They had Disney backing uh, Tom Hanks. uh, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks uh, playing Woody. Disney producing and distributing. So there was pieces in place that, that this was supposed to be successful. But I don't think anyone really could have estimated or predicted how successful Toy Story would become, and I think just like Star Wars, um, we saw this ripple effect of Toy Story, the movie being profitable, but then toys based on the movie being profitable, VHSs. Um, you know, this was one of the first movies that Disney really leaned heavily on the VHSs to to sustain the the power of this movie over years and years and really help float Pixar as it developed its next movie. So, um, can't underestimate the importance of Toy Story and really the importance of Toy Story being successful because it was really a seismic shift in Disney, um, a seismic shift in obviously Pixar and kind of this genre of animated movies and what we consider animated. So, um, hugely successful, hugely important. Now let's jump into the actual movie and see if it holds up in 2020. So the plot of this movie is again, everyone knows it's pretty obvious, but it's a what it's a question really. what do your toys do when you're out of the room? So we've got a full set of toys here um, led by Woody. They've got the dinosaur Rex, the slinky dog Slinky, um, the piggy bank named Ham. I think the strong point of Toy Story is all these great characters that you immediately see and recognize and know, um, you know, remember from your childhood. That was something that really struck me as we moved through the movie. So you've got all these toys who this boy Andy plays with every day and then when he leaves the room they come to life and they live their own lives they have meetings and they have seminars about plastic corrosion I think um you know it's kind of a very immersive they have their own world and the their own priorities and the own the own things that they're doing underneath um you know being toys which is their main job so everything's going fine in the room until Andy's birthday. It's always a danger for toys. The, the movie sets us up well as that, um, you know, if Andy gets a cooler toy, you could be replaced and you might get, I think the the ultimate kind of bad circumstances that you get sold at garage sale. So everyone's nervous. They send down the army men, which is an all time classic scene. And I think, From my perspective, re-watching this after years and years, and I've seen this multiple times, obviously, but I think watching it now with kind of a review in mind, I was struck by how tight this opening sequence was. It's astounding, really. It's like every beat is well thought out, and every camera angle and twist and turn is super well planned out and it really brings you into the movie i think this and i'll I'll compare this to star wars as well does a great job of engaging the person and bringing them in to the story right away even though this world is new this animation style is new and you might not be able to you know people at the time had never seen anything like this but they do such a good job of bringing you into the story and immersing you into this world that when the toys start talking about you know finding a moving buddy by that time you're already bought into the to the story so um, fast forward we're at Andy's birthday he's unwrapping all these toys and the last toy that he gets or the last present he gets is unknown they bring him up to the room and it ends up to be Buzz Lightyear the latest and greatest and coolest toy on the market fast forward for you know through the plot and woody continues to be jealous of, of buzz or, or starts to become jealous of buzz buzz thinks he's an actual space ranger um and woody is jealous that andy's spending all this time with this new toy which again i think we can all relate to um not so much about being, you know, a toy, but I think that kind of jealousy, um, that new shiny thing, and people getting distracted by a new shiny uh, object or goal or or something else. That um, and I think this this whole movie is a really good. It's a really good story about friendship. It's about friendship between, you know, Buzz and Woody. What that looks like. I think it's also about friendship. Um, in a different way, where hey, you know, one of your friends finds a new friend, and and how does that person fit into your life, and how do you feel when, um, you know, you get cut out or left out, or you feel like you're not getting the attention that you usually get? I think all those themes are really deep, and this is again the start of Pixar really honing in on these strong stories and making sure that everyone um, enjoys it. So a kid sees a toy versus another toy and they're kind of fighting around the room An adult sees the themes behind it and kind of sees um the intention behind the story which i think is really great so this all kind of culminates all this jealousy with woody knocking buzz out the window um by accident um he was trying to knock him down but behind the cabinet but uh you know Through a series of events, as it seems to always happen in Toy Story, he ends up getting shot out the window um, and is lost. Andy comes in and and grabs Woody reluctantly to go to Pizza Planet, which is just my favorite thing in this whole movie. We'll get there. But um, once they pick up Buzz um, or they pick up Woody, they get into the car. You see Buzz jump on the back bumper and all of a sudden... We're moving to Pizza Planet. This kind of sets up a, a big storyline, right? Where the, the toys in the room think Woody has killed Buzz. Um, I don't know how you kill a toy, but he they think he's killed Buzz. And then you come back, um, and Buzz is alive, and Woody and Buzz are now in Andy's car at a gas station. They can't help themselves. Tensions are still running really high. Um, and they end up fighting, falling out of the car and Andy's car pulls away. So now you have the sequence of events and scenes and the rest of the movie is basically Buzz and Woody trying to get back to Andy's room, Andy's house. Um, and they do a, a awesome job. And I think a really interesting thing in this movie where they set up that Andy's moving, So there's this built-in time frame there where they need to make their way back to the house before a certain time. Otherwise, they're going to get left behind and they'll never be able to find um, Andy again. So um, they make their way um, through a Pizza Planet delivery truck to Pizza Planet where they know Andy is. Um, They're running around there. And this is like absolutely my favorite scene. I love the Pizza Planet in this movie I wish that they did more scenes there, that they kind of revisited this, um, in future movies, but man, it's so awesome. It is definitely something that I would have loved as a kid. I just think, you know, I would have loved for this to be, honestly, they had a pizza planet in Disney for like a little bit that me and my brother used to go to growing up. Um, whenever we went to Disney world It was not near this cool. It was pretty cool, but this is, like, a whole other level of awesome. So, I'm very jealous of Andy that I'm sure this is, like, his spot that he always begs his mom to come. So, uh, they get to Pizza Planet, they see Andy, they're making their way there, and they jump into a claw machine. And as they're trying to, like, make their way out of the claw machine, someone puts a quarter in Pull uh, turns it on, and we're introduced in the movie to the villain, Sid. Sid goes down, sees the Buzz Lightyear, grabs him out, Woody holds onto his ankle so that th- those two can stay together, and out they come. Now, Sid is Andy's neighbor. He's kind of sadistic. He has blown up G.I. Joes, or I, in this movie, I think they're called Combat Carls. Um, <laughs> so they they... Th- Uh, he's kind of known for burning, cutting, blowing up his toys, and he just doesn't take very good care of them. So um, this is what Woody and Buzz are having to deal with. They're now going home with him and get into his room. And this is a really interesting thing because for an animated movie, they really go deep here and they make it scary and they make it uncomfortable. They deal with things in Sid's room like you know, hopelessness, they deal with depression as Buzz Lightyear kind of finds out, oh, I'm not a space ranger, I'm actually a a toy, and what does that mean to him? And, you know, his whole life has kind of changed, and he has to find a new vision and a new reason to keep moving forward. So, again, a really adult theme and a lot of kind of adult content happening inside this kid's movie Which, you know, for fans of of movies and fans of Pixar, we recognize this immediately. This is what they do. This is kind of the hallmark of a great Pixar movie and what brings them kind of above the competitors. So again, we're in Sid's room. It looks kind of dire. Woody and Buzz are trying a couple different things to escape. Buzz even tries to fly out the window, um, falls his arm breaks off. And this all leads to the climax where Sid has strapped a rocket to the back of Buzz Lightyear. He's going to light it. He's going to launch him into space and watch him blow up. And at that moment, Woody kind of realizes that what he was feeling with Buzz was jealousy. And it's not about the two of them, as much as it is about Andy. And it's about being there for Andy, their friend, their owner, who, um, you know, really cares for both of these toys. And although Buzz might be the hot one right now, he might be kind of more popular, it doesn't mean that the other toy or Woody will never have a place because I think they see that they both can live in this world and they both have value as as toys so buzz is kind of discovering this from from the first time and woody is realizing his place in this kind of new world with buzz lightyear so they have to work together woody ends up saving buzz by um the super elaborate plan um that if anyone's played the toy story video game is like the most fun level Uh, it's kind of the ending in this elaborate plan. They end up going out into the yard, reaching Sid, um, scaring the crap out of him by coming alive. And then Woody and Woody and Buzz are on their way. They're, they're running over to Andy's house, trying to get there before the moving truck comes and right as the, the the van and the moving truck pull away, um, Woody and Buzz get there. So they run after the truck. They open the, the, the back and Woody gets grabbed by, a, by Sid's dog and pulled onto the street. Then Buzz comes in and he jumps on the dog to save Woody. Woody then grabs the RC car and to help Buzz. So now you can see these guys are really working together. Um, all the other toys are getting involved at this point, and I think ultimately, Buzz and Woody end up on the RC car together. We've all seen this scene a million times, but they light the rocket that's on back of a Buzz. They shoot up into the air, and Buzz pops his wings, and they start to fall right before they kind of hit the ground or hit, hit the cars beneath them. They start to glide um, and Buzz Lightyear is the hero. He's the the space ranger who's flying. And Woody kind of says as much. And instead of being like, see, I told you as a space ranger. He's like, no, I'm just falling with style. Um, so this really nice moment between these two, who you've seen kind of start out as enemies, and they kind of end this movie as really good friends. So that's the the plot that of toy story like anyone who's listening to this has not seen it but i i want to set up a, a kind of cadence for these podcasts so after after the plot i think the the thing that i want to do is rank the villains so just like i'm going to be ranking all these movies um against each other you got to also dive in and rank the villains sid in this movie is sadistic he's evil, Um, he blows up toys, which is basically like killing people in the main, uh, you know, for for Woody and Buzz, and I think he's really menacing, and they set him up, although he's doing something kind of mundane, if you were, you know, living on a cul-de-sac and your neighbor was doing this, you might not think too much about it, although it would be annoying, but as a toy it's super frightening, so I think they do a good job of bringing the audience along with how Woody and Buzz would feel in this situation, seeing other toys being blown up um, and they make him super menacing, even though what he's doing is pretty tame um compared to what I think some of these villains are going to be doing as we move through this ranking so easy ranking for the first podcast, Sid gets the number one spot um he's the first, the only, the best, the worst. He's number one. The MVP of this movie. So I think as we move into this segment, I'm just going to call them segments. um, I think with the MVP, I want to really focus on someone who's maybe an unsung hero, someone who is instrumental in the movie, instrumental in the plot, but may not get the kind of shine they deserve. So It's easy to say, oh, Buzz is the MVP of this movie, Um, Woody is the MVP of this movie, but I want to kind of take a left turn, so I really think the MVP of this movie is R.C. R.C. is the one that gets out of the moving van to save them, he's also the one that... um, you know, is on the rocket ship with those guys. He's kind of the third wheel, uh, no pun intended there, but I think he's kind of the third wheel to this trifecta and people don't recognize that. Just because he's getting driven around by Woody doesn't mean that he doesn't have a big part to play in saving them. Without RC, there's no Woody, there's no Buzz, um, and this movie ends very differently. So that's my MVP. Um, Also, an awesome toy. Me and Troy had this growing up and it's like the best race car you could have. I mean, I mean, really it is. So, um, rating out of five, I think anything under five for Toy Story is criminal. Um, Toy Story is one of the best animated movies. I was shocked at how well it it stays and it, it kind of still makes a lot of sense. It looks beautiful. Um, the plot is still relevant the characters are still funny and i was really shocked by um the jokes in this movie it's much funnier than i thought it was and it's got all of these kind of quirky elements that that make it fun to watch and rewatch and rewatch. so i mean yeah this is a five this is no doubt and then from a ranking perspective again easy at this point but this is number one um And I think Toy Story is an interesting one to start out on because Toy Story, for a lot of people, stays at number one. So as we move through this ranking, you will see me kind of try to knock that down. We'll see if we'll be able to. But I really think that Toy Story is going to be a top contender once we move through all 22 of these movies to stay at number one the whole time. So... There it is. There's my first review of this Pixar um, in review, my Pixar reviewed segments. So um, I'm still working on the name. I'm still working on the podcast. If you have any suggestions, follow me at Movie Buff Bros, and leave me a comment there. Leave me a question. If you want to be on the next episode, DM me and we'll set something up. I think I want to watch this with different people who have different perspectives and kind of you know can help me rank all of these movies and these villains and really talk about some of my favorite um, portfolio of movies of all time and one of my favorite movie studios of all time so um, thank you for listening I appreciate it go follow me at movie buff bros to be kind of kept up to date on as these things go live I'll make sure that I post there every time and honestly like Watch along with me, even if you don't want to be on the podcast or you're not, um, you know, you don't know me, you don't know how to get in touch. Why don't you watch the movies with me? They're all on Disney Plus. I'll let you know if they're not, Um, but we can kind of watch these along together as we all sit kind of social distance and and quarantine. So thank you again. I will catch you on the next one. And remember, the next movie that we're going to review is A Bug's Life with a special guest. So I will see you then.